Hello, this is Lee, the cool guy at RetrovisionMedia.com, coming to your house studios in New York City on the 7th of December 2015 with another edition of Issues on the Flyer for you. Hopefully that's what you're here for, because that's exactly what you're going to get. Hang on a second, let's have a sip of this chocolate house coffee. Below room temperature, hazelnut flavored international light screamer. Looks as though we're good to go. Checking over my notes, had an interesting weekend. Last night specifically, President Obama came to the mic. In the Oval Office, big, big deal. Sunday night, stuff like that. Had a few words with the public to let the world know, especially the uh, American people. Look, we got this. Essentially, that's what it was. You know, when it boils all down to it, despite what's going on, it's like, we got this. You know, he gets his daily briefings uh, from uh, those in the know. And uh, he has a strategy, although it hasn't particularly been well articulated but uh hmm, hard to say so many things going on with that situation that nobody knows that uh it's difficult to uh, disagree with them yeah difficult to disagree with them i've had my ideas suspicions and things like that but when it comes to this particular situation in syria there's something special going on there and i don't think uh, to be honest with you to be absolutely honest with you not even the president um, knows how to handle this and that's not a dig at the president there's something odd going on in syria where you have the entire world now the germans the Brits, have all just signed on to go in there to do something the French, the Russians, the Iranians, we keep going down the list. I mean, it's a lot of Western and others giving that situation a lot of attention. Well, it's, it seems to be still beyond, a solution is beyond us, you see. So there's there's a major complication there that, uh, that's got to uh, be given a lot of thought. We're going to do that over the uh, over the the holidays, the Christmas season. We're going to take some time off, but not to just chill, to kind of like figure stuff out. You can't do that while you're in in motion mode. And we're in motion mo mode right now because we have to uh, answer some other issues going on here with regards to these three things. People, police, and politicians. Most meet feared. Yeah people, the police, or the politicians. And uh, one of the reasons why most feared as far as this observer is concerned for America overall is really the people. For one, us, we, the people. This weekend, as a matter of fact, the gun sales were off the hook. One uh, dealer was uh, interviewed and he said that uh, he couldn't keep a nine millimeter on the shelf for the love of God. Yes, gods and guns equal grief. For the love of God, he could not keep one. Magazines being sold, ammunition. By the case, people are stocking up, getting prepared. For what? I am not quite sure. But they are. And so what? we should be afraid of, quite frankly, it's not a terrorist attack or anything like that, or some wild shooter out of the, we might want to be afraid of ourselves when a public arms themselves to the teeth 
in fear. You see, I don't know. So yeah, then the next thing is, well, the police. The people are afraid of, well, the police. Why? Well, we know why the black people are afraid of the police because of well, what's going on with the police and black people. It's clear. It's there. But here's the thing is, white people are afraid of the police, the authorities, the government. Why do you think they're buying all of their guns? Every time that the incident comes up and somebody even hints at the fact that they want to take their guns or they want to reduce their a supply of ammunition and capabilities of protecting themselves it's, well, no I don't care no matter what happens you're not touching this second amendment right I'm holding it dear just in case well I gotta use it against you because if you're gonna take this gun I'm gonna I'm gonna use it against you I mean that's the message that we get so if the public wasn't afraid of itself if the public wasn't afraid of the police, we wouldn't be having all of these problems because all of this stuff is being built centrally through fear. Why? It's because we're all afraid of the politicians, the ones who are supposed to figure this out and get it right. We're afraid that they won't get it right. And based on their track record, that's a, a reasonable fear. Am I not right? Take it through. Everybody is afraid of everybody on every level. That can only lead to a disaster. My God, think it through. Now, when you add the element of this evil that definitely lives amongst us, it's there. It's there, something, with that whole thing in Syria, Iraq, and this ISIS threat. You can't see it, you can't feel it until, well, it's too late, they're there. You got, I don't know how many Muslims are in this country, but when you have that many suspects to keep an eye on, this is dangerous stuff. Dangerous. Some of us have Muslim friends and relatives and all we're supposed to Lord looking at them with just in case we never know. Watching their movements. Looking for suspicious activity. Contacting the authorities just to be on the safe side. You never know about these people. Can our kids play with their kids? You see where this is going? Should I call that guy? You know, I noticed it's got a Middle Eastern Arabic sounding name. I'm going to just move on to the next number and call that to have them to come to do my plumbing or whatever. I don't know where this is going. You know, I got this crazy note here. I don't want to bring it up. I know there's time to do it. I want to skip out of here really, really fast because we've got other stuff we need to get to and prepare for. But this evil thing that lives amongst us and how it works, I, I don't know.
How does it get into people's head? How do they get flipped, turned, radicalized? How the hell does that happen? Not being one who is no expert on religion, have nothing to do with it. None of it, any of it, you know? But how can two people look at the Bible or the Quran or the whatever holy book they hold true and see such a diversity of ideas? How is that possible? How does that get into one's heart? This woman in San Bernardino gave birth to a baby girl, I presume. A lovely child, an innocent, an angel. We've seen this happen in hospitals. You've held these things. I've held these things twice in my life and bonded with it. And at six months old, I can tell you, you look in the eyes of one of those things, there's no way in hell could you put that child down knowing you'll never see it again. You're making a choice. You're making a choice. How could you do that? How could you do that? At that most tender, most vulnerable moment in their lives, you take up arms for a cause against what's natural. How did that happen? How did that happen? You see. What? The most basic of instincts were overcome by evil. How did that happen? And I seriously, I guarantee you, I will figure that out. We have to know how that happened. If we don't do anything else, we have to know that. How did that happen? Because until you do that, you will not defeat this evil. You better think about that. This is Lee the Cool Guy at RetroVisionMedia.com. Got me from studios in New York City on December 7, 2015. We'll be back tomorrow because we only have to be. See you then.